0: So you got a little cold, a little sniffly.
1: Yeah. Not really a little sniffly, just can't breathe through my nose at all. So I that wake up and like... kathy yells at me for having chapped lips no for having snored the entire night
0: <laughs> uh, i was gonna say that's some lady you married gosh you're such a jerk chapped lips why are your lips so chapped jerk well see she she grew up in an area of the country without chapstick so it personally offends her <laughs> when those who have access to it don't use it
1: she does constantly encourage me to use it even when it's not you know chapped lip weather
0: yeah Grazia kind of does that too it's but like a girl I don't use chapstick ever, and I probably should.
1: I heard that uh, if you use it too much, your lips actually produce less moisture. And frankly, I don't want that to happen, because my lips get chapped already. I can't imagine. (laughs) I
0: don't don't even know what that would mean.
1: I don't want to develop a habit, and then, you know, the world ends tomorrow, and there's no more chapstick, and I have to deal with, like... you
0: developed a chapstick dependency?
1: Yeah, and it's not available anymore. So then not only am I dealing with, you know... A scorched world or a zombie invasion, but my <laughs> lips are chapped.
0: It's, that was one of the lesser-known addictions in the post-apocalyptic world of Fallout 2.
1: <laughs> Chemical dependency, chapstick. Chapstick. Did anybody ever pick no, that buff that was, you know, you got better effects out of drugs, but you could
0: become addicted to them? Only stupid people. <laughs> I guess you wanted to Really, make... none of those things were worth it, except for the one that gave you more attribute points. That's true. Everything else was garbage. Except the one that made guys explode when you shot them, I guess. That had no game effect. It was just cosmetic.
1: They would add, I think later on, one of the ones you could do was uh, bonuses to melee combat. That one was okay. Well, yeah,
0: but those were, um, there were perks and there were traits. Oh, right. And the stuff like chemical dependency was a trait. And the stuff like the melee combat bonuses were perks. And perks were always good, except for the ones that were useless. But there were never ones that were detrimental. This is true. Except that you could have chosen a better perk.
1: Indeed. But whatever. Fallout is always interesting, but not entirely pertinent.
0: <laughs> it's always interesting, perhaps, to us. I'm, but the rest I'm... of the internet probably could care less. Couldn't care less. <laughs> well, this is Fast Karate for the Gentlemen. The show where we talk about poop and boobs. See, I switched it around on you that time. Snapped. This is a podcast in the future, part of our ongoing saga, a.k.a. the month of Suck, or Suck You Like an Animal. (laughs) I love it. How about, could it also be
1: Slash Hunt You Like the Wolf, even though it's not really like that? I like that better than Suck You Like an Animal. Mostly because I'm more down with Duran Duran references.
0: We, were, uh, we went out to this karaoke place for Graziella's friend's birthday. And her roommate tried to do Hungry Like the Wolf. And I was like, that's an okay choice. And <laughs> it's the same place we went at the New York Anime Fest. And it seems like it's only gone downhill since then. And we figured out that to play the songs, the guys in like, the lobby are manually changing the CDs. Are you serious? I guess there was a scratch on the CD or something. So it starts at the end of the song, and then it just ends. Like, you know, at the end of Hungry Like the Wolf, there's like 40 seconds of chorus. (laughs) It was basically just that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I can't believe they actually manually picked the song.
0: Yeah, it's about the most inefficient thing you could ever... Like, you know, they have just like banks and banks of CD players. And that guy gave me guff about... Switch it to the Korean songbook. Because, like, the Korean songbook has a lot of English songs in it. So I was like, oh, yeah, let's switch over to the Korean one. I went out there, and he's like, no, I can't do it. And I was like, okay, not only have you done it in previous instances we've come to this place, but it happened tonight. (laughs) Like, it got switched over by accident. Who are you fooling? Stop being so racist. What is it even? You think I can't sing the Korean songs? You should just say,
1: "Ever heard of digital media?" You should look into that. You know, yeah. And then you MP3's wouldn't have a job
0: These days,
1: <laughs> it's like, I guess technically, MP4 or whatever. It's not. It's not a complicated thing. You know, we can do it via Winamp.
0: Uh, yeah, like that's how we do it. You Got a bunch of MP3s with uh, associated file- files. Seeing as wolves have already been mentioned, should we talk about the second? Of the Vampire Hunter D movies, or should we move to our other topic?
1: I want to do I don't care. Uh, I I guess we could could talk about wolves. Otherwise, that'll just be a disappointing lead-in.
0: Well, I'm just wondering. I mean, I feel like we've already broached the subject of bloodlust. While our other topic... You, I mean, racism. I guess is relevant to the other movie. <laughs> this is true, but we'll save that until next time. So sorry, guys. You speak guys, but you're English, getting two Vampire Hunter D's. <laughs> Don't talk to me. <laughs> but yes, again, this being suck you like the wolf, suck sucky like the wolf. This is the month where we talk about vampire stuff. Uh, this is Vampire Hunter D Bloodlust. Good movie. In the future, the year twelve thousand, as we've mentioned, rich people ride carriages and they are I don't know, drawn by horses with Geordi LaForge's visor from Star Trek.
1: I thought the exact same thing when I thought when I saw those those horses. They're like evil Geordi horses. It's like where they have <laughs> <you> <laughs> yeah, know, know. they have alternate universe Kirk and he's got a beard well, apparently alternate universe Jordy is four horses with red visors. So,
0: it's yeah, fun. it's weird. All the, all the, that episode of Star Trek didn't make a lot of sense. <laughs> they call
1: down to engineering. What is, what's happening with the crystals? Jordy, <laughs> why are there four oh of you? Oh, my
0: God. It's his doppelganger.
1: Riker, go check it out. Number one.
0: I can't believe we didn't crack this disguise earlier. You know, on yeah. retrospect, it's pretty obvious.
1: Oh man, I can't even imagine. That would be the worst episode of Reading Rainbow ever. Horses can't read.
0: Horses? Mr. Ed could probably read.
1: He could only speak. I think he was illiterate.
0: <laughs> That's a shame. Our horse funding for or our funding for horse-related literacy programs is pretty out of whack in this country.
1: It's true. I you can smear as much peanut butter as you want on a horse's eyes. It will not make them look like they're reading.
0: <laughs> I dream of a day where horses have all the money they need to read and the army has to have a bake sale to build a jet plane.
1: Uh, I dream of a world without bumper stickers, but that's not necessarily... Oh, man. But, yeah, Vampire Hunter D. bloodlust He's up to his
0: old tricks.
1: Yeah, his old trick being uh, his name, Vampire Hunter. Yeah, so he's hunting so the vampires. A, a title. Yeah, he's, he's <laughs> surprised. Vampire Hunter D. is hunting a vampire. I mean, what did you expect, uh, really? This time? Well, this time, I... yeah. <laughs> really, what did you expect? Although he kills a lot of other things on the way, which is a plus. Yeah.
0: Well, I feel like they, they were a little disappointed in the first movie because they just couldn't incorporate enough non-vampire stuff. Like, they had some mutants running around. But, like, spider-back guy, bomb-throwing giant guy, those things really only work once. They felt like they had cracked the surface and they had shown that the mass market was ready for mutants. And they felt like this was the time to take advantage of it. Really twist the knife.
1: Yeah, and I, I mean, well, in the in the previous movie, mutants didn't play a central role. I mean, obviously one mutant did, but he was kind of a dick, and uh, his power was way too awesome, yeah. but not capable of saving him. I mean, because I mean, we've already discussed if you can bend space around yourself, you're basically immune to anything that could happen to you in the universe.
0: Except apparently being slammed for, against the arch of a doorway.
1: <laughs> yeah. Or being like super compressed by vampire telekinesis. Uh so yeah, I mean there are a lot more mutants. Where are they from? I can't even remember the name of that. Barbaroy. town. Barbaroy.
0: I don't think it's the I name think of the a town. dumb name for I think a it's the name of town. the people. They're like a clan of well, gypsy mutant bodyguards.
1: They're not gypsies. They have a whole city.
0: Well, I don't know.
1: Nobody goes to barberoy.
0: i don't see why a, i mean it seems like they are the barberoy place.
1: but when those brother guys who aren't really brothers show up they say oh we're going to Barbaroy." i hate Barbaroy. that place is full of freaks <laughs> i don't think so it's also a place not just a people
0: freak is like you know zippy the pinhead i don't think freak is woman who can turn herself into liquid and then shoot metal spikes out of the liquid To blow up your train tank.
1: Yeah, and also, look who's talking. (laughs) Mr. I've got a cross painted on my face. Possibly tattooed.
0: More fun than that is, I like that their their motorcycles that detach from the train tank uh, have... That is super sweet. They have... Their headlights are in the shape of a cross.
1: If I would... All right, so I can't remember those guys' names either. The Marcus Brothers. (laughs) What are their... Oh. The Marcus brothers. Well, the leader
0: is named Borgoff, which is like the worst name for a person ever. The
1: yeah, and then his buddies Kyle and yeah,
0: Kyle. That's your bounty hunter name.
1: Well, it's also like the big, strong. Uh, I wield a hammer shaped like a steak bounty hunter, and his name is Kyle. Kyle is the name of a six-year-old that gets yelled at at another person's birthday party.
0: Kyle's a Kyle's a knife guy. The oh man, the hammer guy's name is like noel i couldn't really figure it out that's just as bad <laughs> and then the sick guy's name is Grove, like yeah, well, I'm which is less a name and more a location this is true but he's
1: he's definitely got the best powers all right so it, we're totally jumping around a whole lot but uh the story of vampire hunter d bloodlust is that a rich guy's daughter gets kidnapped <laughs> by the vampire uh Meyer link and uh they pay D and the Marcus brothers both to go find her because they're so loaded they can afford vampire hunter D and four other bounty hunters Five, actually. who have a tank which i mean the it's a, the it's a train the, tank it's a I, tank I,
0: that's shaped like a train
1: it does look like a steam engine I get, how do you even compete with D you think he would you, i feel like he could really underbid the Marcus brothers <laughs> you know D is kind of like the the Mexican drywaller in this story yeah it's like how does he do it uh-huh. I've got a five guy team with a tank and all he needs is a horse he has to feed the parasite dirt it doesn't even <laughs> need to eat I'm gassing up a tank
0: <laughs> I like that in the middle of the movie they're like we ran out of gas we got no gas for our giant tank I was like yeah that seems like it they run out w- of gas the
1: fuel cells the fuel cells were punctured by weird absorbing woman mutant mm-hmm. who punched spikes through everything. Well,
0: regardless, they ran out of gas. Very slowly. Yeah. And I was like, that would be a concern in the post-apocalyptic future of the year 12,000. Where's this fuel coming from anyway? And then what happens when you get stranded in the middle of the desert with your train tank? Yeah. Fortunately, by screwed. then, well, I imagine- you're within walking distance of the end of the movie.
1: <laughs> this is true. Well, I love it. There are certain points in this movie where you see D... Uh, surpass some incredible obstacle, and the Marcus brothers, who are following directly behind him, uh, do not appear to have to overcome that
0: obstacle at all. Like which when he has to that, jump on the flying sand mantas, like some sort of weird Super Mario level?
1: Yeah, and you know, I, I have a hard time believing that you can do that in a tank. <laughs> no matter how... Because so far the tank has not... A, Appeared to have any jumping ability. Well, that scene was probably left on the I mean, cutting I don't know. room floor. Yeah. It doesn't
0: seem very <laughs> fair, like, though. You know, what,
1: guys, this is just too stupid.
0: Maybe the thing is, like, the sand mantas were really only there for, like, five minutes, and D was just so impatient. If yeah, he had just he waited, wait. he could have just walked across.
1: Why bother waiting when I can do this sweet ride and then have a sand manta try to eat me in midair and then completely ignore my existence and not try to chase me? Is that <laughs> what the sand mantas do? Probably. I mean, it. It's not like people are like, you know, krill. They don't float in ocean currents, sand mantas. You should just (laughs) ignore the one that you can eat.
0: So you're saying they're only going to eat the people if they just happen to wander into their already open mouth? Yeah,
1: I mean, that looks like what's about to happen, (laughs) you know? I imagine that, you know, in the future, uh, I guess evolution is sped up incredibly. So I bet those sand mantas only really existed for about 15 seconds. Mostly because there's no oxygen in sand, so passing it through your gills will not help you breathe.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I assumed uh, I assumed they ate the sand, because otherwise, <laughs> w- what do they eat? There's nothing around there.
1: I don't know. Apparently you wait for uh, impetuous adventurers to jump off the back of the nearest sand manta.
0: Yeah, but how often can that really happen? Three, four times a week? I don't know.
1: You gotta, it really would suck to be the sand manta that's in the lead. Like, their entire <laughs> uh, life cycle happens in this sort of line. Like, you just everybody in front of you dies, and then you're the one in front who never gets to eat again. Because the only way you're going to get food is if it falls off the back of the sand manta that's in front of you. <laughs> that's a bad life.
0: Yeah. But, see, there, it's a circle of life, Joel. So, at one time, that sand manta in the front was the one in the back. And then gradually, the ones in front of him died off because they couldn't eat. And so eventually, the one in the back will once again become the one in the front. That's basic Sand Manta 101.
1: I guess. I'm not into my... I don't even know what the Greek root of sand would be to create a word and science about it. <laughs> I was going to go with like some kind of oceanography type thing, but there's no clever way to say that about sand and desert.
0: There's no more time to waste on Sand Mantas anyway. This is no cybernetic horse conversation. <laughs> when you speak about other <laughs> or things, <mutant> brontosaurus, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like uh, the shadow pinning know, guy, to, totally broken. Perhaps the only power pa- totally near, broken, broken as in totally unfair. Joel, you not being familiar oh, with yeah. the MMO technology?
1: I don't play them. I'm sorry,
0: broken. I stayed away means from WoW. Not fair. Has- which is usually followed up with a cry of, QQ more, noob. QQ, Q- Q, I think, being the <laughs> Japanese true. emoticon for crying. Because <laughs> the two the Qs <laughs> are like your eyes, and then the curly Q at the bottom is like your tears. I guess. But that's got to be what the hammer guy's thinking as his shadow is stabbed, and he's immediately killed because of this. Yeah. I mean, not only do you <laughs> have a guy that can come out of your shadow, like... I don't know. I don't know where he lives otherwise, but, like, he uses the shadows like a doorway. But he can do that and then stab you in the shadow to kill you.
1: Yeah, I don't really understand how that guy is even the member of a team because if I was on his team, I would make him do everything. Yeah. But, I mean, I, So there, there are the three. Uh, when uh, the Marcus brothers arrive at uh, the Barbaroy camp, D is already there, and he attempts to negotiate with the head Barbaroy whose special power is a uh, unicycle which you know for a proud warrior people they sure choose a crappy leader i would have like if if you're going to be a warrior people who you're going to pick the guy with the best power to be your leader right what does that guy have uh unicycle i that's not that good i mean even you know, weird-looking snake ladies are in front of the line ahead of him.
0: We're talking ninja Scrolls, you didn't see snake him? ladies. At the very
1: beginning, uh, no, <laughs> like ladies that have the abdomen of women, but apparently the lower half of the body of snakes. That works. When D is riding into Barbaro, you see them, and you're like, "Uh oh, are they going to try to absorb his essence and then have him suck their blood?"
0: What power could something like that possibly have? It's like we've combined the intelligence of a human with the extreme flexible mobility of a snake. Wait, snakes are like one of the least mobile things ever.
1: <laughs> Maybe they, just, they don't have to eat a whole lot. So uh, even though they're not that great, they're also not that big of a burden. <laughs> yeah so you know you feed them once every three months and you're fine then they go that lay on a the rock benefit somewhere.
0: of the reptile community cold-blooded it's the only reason the barbaroy keep them around they're just not that work but to yeah, maintain uh, doesn't really help but you know so yes
1: so uh the the marcus brothers arrive at uh barbaroy as d is negotiating with the uh, the leader of the barbaroy to have them stop protecting Meyer link's carriage The Barbaroi, of course, refuse because they are the generations-old servants of the Lords of the Night. And then prepare to kill the What doesn't really
0: make sense to me is that this carriage has a final destination. Like, it's going somewhere specific. But it takes a break in Barbaroi? Like, he would have had a really good head start if he had just left while negotiations were taking place. What's even
1: more remarkable is that uh, the carriage drives itself. Before I mean, uh, before they pick up the wolf guy, no <laughs> one's driving the carriage.
0: Yeah, the wolf guy seems to – he has a really extraneous role. and Maybe he's just there well, for I show. Mean, maybe the vampires don't want the human people to know that they've invented self-driving carriage technology. Or maybe the robot horses are just that smart.
1: Yeah, maybe maybe vampires are just years ahead in robo-horse technology. Although that really seems a lot, uh, t- robo-horse technology seems to be fairly artisanal at this point. <laughs> or artisanal, however you want to pronounce that word, which is impossible to
0: pronounce. The but- thing is, the, their best and brightest minds will last essentially forever, provided they don't get a stake in the heart. <laughs> so they've just got <laughs> so much true. more time to refine these things. Vampire Einstein, you're talking about 12,000 years of the theory of relativity. Yeah, which was wrong,
1: but whatever. <laughs> that's because he wasn't or at a least had its limitations.
0: He didn't have time to refine yeah, it. That's, wasn't he? Well, he could have been.
1: I don't know. I guess I was just going to mention, also, they stop in Barbaroy at night. <laughs> so if there was a time that a vampire needed to take a break, it would not be night. He's also got a coffin in the carriage. There's no reason for it to ever stop.
0: But yet they go to that weird, like, rest home for vampires yeah a rest
1: house which is you know the sweetest rest home ever on account of reflective walls and laser eyeball security system (laughs) which is easily defeated by pebbles
0: well it's like a 30 story uh i mean it's got like the camouflage from predator on the building, and it also shoots dozens of lasers at anyone that gets nearby. It's not exactly a homeless shelter.
1: Well, it's not even inconspicuous. You know, it's, once you get within 30 yards of it, you would definitely be able to tell what it was.
0: Well, considering that it's a grove in the middle of a desert. I don't remember this many trees being in the desert. Something's up.
1: I also don't remember that giant crystal obelisk rising out of yeah. the earth. And I remember the the sky. the
0: sky being so shiny and angular.
1: Yeah, basically without the, why even have the reflective coating? You've got laser eyeballs. I would just I would make an enormous building that would attract everyone's attention.
0: Yeah, wouldn't you want them to close, come near so you could just shoot them with the lasers? Eyeballs.
1: You've got to attract at least one person so that other people could learn about the lasers.
0: <laughs> and then they would what no to stay the foa yeah exactly except if you have a motorcycle that's capable of driving along the side of the building
1: or just driving straight at the building i mean <laughs> as cool as the laser defense system sounds it can really only take somebody out if they're traveling at like 0.5 miles per hour i really feel <laughs> if, like yeah, if broke they're into walking into a, at a uh,
0: leisurely clip
1: yeah <laughs> like if, if you bust it out to a jog you could probably beat it yeah all d does is walk at it flicking pebbles ahead of himself <laughs> Apparently, the target prioritization of the system isn't that great.
0: These are the tricks you learn as a vampire hunter. Pebbles, an indispensable part of your armament.
1: But yeah, I, th- I think at this point we should really uh, we should delve into how broken Shadow Guy really is.
0: How's that? Because he kills the big guy with the hammer.
1: Well, yeah, but it really is just totally unfair and totally. Way better than the powers of the people around him. Well, the, Even, like, Super Squad.
0: It's really good, but uh, the ability to turn yourself into any liquid or solid ever is also pretty good. I guess that chick yeah. did
1: get stabbed in the head, and that didn't kill her. She was also decapitated, and that didn't kill her. So, it's like the T-1000. I mean, that was your only power, if, if you took just that, the fact that you could get stabbed in the face... Or be decapitated and totally regenerate the rest of your body. That would be a good. pretty good power on it by itself. You add to we that do. the ability to absorb, uh, to become a part of any of the materials you touch, and then attack people with spikes made of that material. I think that's a winning combination.
0: Yeah, I know. I'm down with that. And then you've got werewolf guy. Who kind of gets the short end of the stick.
1: Yeah, x-ray vision sounds really good on paper.
0: I forgot that he had x-ray vision. (laughs) So he's an x-ray werewolf with a giant face in his chest.
1: You can't make that stuff up. He doesn't even have like a whole face. He just has a muzzle. And he, he never bites anyone with it. Which is disappointing.
0: <laughs> I mean, maybe he's the souls of two combined werewolves, or maybe he's like the like Quato a smaller werewolf werewolves. and then a giant one. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> or maybe they just combined the soul of the giant werewolf's muzzle. The werewolves in the first Vampire Hunter <laughs> D were really big, and this guy's more person sized Well,
1: he's also—I mean—I think he, he was your gypsy inspiration, wasn't he?
0: I guess. <laughs> I might have just he looks said like that. a gypsy. He looks, he looks cheap like a gypsy and itinerant, werewolf. It just kind of sucks. That's his power—is to be transient. <laughs> he, he's hobo man. Well, I mean, in,
1: in typical fashion. Yeah, in typical fashion, you know, that's not his only power. Like this is the dartboard power selection idea gone horribly awry. With all these characters, they have like, you know, they they put up a bunch of note cards on a board, like regeneration, the absorbing man. Uh, werewolf, uh travels in shadows, can trap you in a cat's cradle spell, and they just
0: started throwing darts. But
1: they didn't stop at the first dart.
0: <laughs> well, I like to think more that they threw a whole bunch of darts out at once.
1: They just fired a shotgun at it.
0: Greg was in town, so last night we went out to this bar that had ski ball, and eventually i just started throwing two or three ski balls at a time so i feel like maybe it's the same kind of spread those darts will knock each did, other did around actually... and then at the on the other side you'll have some pretty sweet powers unless you're the werewolf guy i mean this is i always come back to this but x-ray vision is probably good if nobody else in the world has a superpower
1: yeah and it works out well when he needs to identify bomb locations but for everything else it's it's pretty much useless. <laughs> Because nobody is, like, concealing their weapons or anything. It's like, hold on, is that Vampire Hunter armed? Well, I guess, you know, the hammer can count as a weapon. And that guy's got some knives. And the other one's got, you know, a bow and arrow (laughs) on his arm.
0: Yeah, it's an arm crossbow. It's totally normal. (laughs) They can fire, like, 50 arrows from at once.
1: (laughs) Well, he's just like... He also just sprays them up into the air. It's like an artillery barrage of arrows. Which... Doesn't make a whole lot of sense because apparently he can also shoot one arrow that can curve around <laughs> objects to hit its target.
0: And that's why he's the leader. I mean,
1: that's, he's not even a mutant. Do you even need special powers?
0: Well, to be fair, the sick guy they keep in the train tank does have the ability to drink drugs and shoot lasers.
1: Well, yeah, like project himself as an ethereal being that is crazy powerful. Why would you even use anything else? I would rock that till the
0: wheels <laughs> they fall. They do.
1: Or I guess in this case, the, the arms and legs of the
0: guy. <laughs> he doesn't really... It doesn't but, come out well for him.
1: Why would you, why would you even hate the Barbaroi? The first time I went to Barbaroy and I had that guy,
0: I would have leveled yes, the city. they do. <laughs> there isn't even any Barbaroy left. It's just the old guy and his unicycle. We can rebuild... <laughs> We build it up once, we can do it again. Old guy and the snake, the half-snake lady. Yeah. You're what I'm left with? I couldn't have even gotten werewolf guy. At least he's got two mouths. I don't even know why that helps. I'd just rather have him than you. What is your power?
1: I don't know. If I if I had to choose which uh, Barbaroy I was going to copulate with, I'd probably choose snake lady. I didn't see a whole lot of other women running around. I mean, I guess there was a bird woman. What about
0: goo woman? But I... Who? Goo Woman, the main one. Oh, I would assume she would be the one, one of the ones who died. Oh, okay. So you're talking about if we have to repopulate the Earth with horrendous mutants. <laughs> yeah. Well, the question is, are, are mutant powers genetic, or do you just like, sort of roll a die and see what you get?
1: I feel like in the world of Vampire Hunter D, it's definitely the roll of the so dice. So
0: really, you just need to put two mutants together, and you see what comes out the other side. It's like, come on, space bending. Yeah, yeah, right. You wish. Your lady's half snake, half ostrich. I'll let you decide which half. Well, I, I think one of the cool things about uh, Vampire Hunter
1: D or the Vampire Hunter D reality that we kind of tapped into when we were talking about the horses uh, is that I feel like it, the at this point in the story, you know, vampires' numbers are dwindling, which I guess they said at the beginning of the other Vampire Hunter D, didn't they? Uh, probably. I don't know. So it's kind of like... It, There's all this great technology out there, but for some reason, none of it is integrated or people have secrets. Like, you know, Grove can have some drug that makes him super-powered, but that's not available to everyone, (laughs) or at least not everybody knows about it. And I feel like it's kind of because, uh, you know, like in the Middle Ages, the real reason that knowledge couldn't build up was because there wasn't a real communication network between, you know, centers of culture, and there was no stability so if you have these vampiric lords periodically kidnapping like 12 kids, uh, maybe you're going to forget to write a book about creating robo-horses. And, <laughs> and then
0: the technology so is you, lost.
1: Well, not even like the technology is lost, but it's, it just doesn't spread as quickly. So I I, I know that that's dumb. and It is probably like way too – I don't know. I probably thought about it way too much, but I was thinking, you know what? I mean I could really get on it, but they've kind of created the perfect – Scenario to have all these ridiculous things or to have all these sort of isolated pockets of ability where they don't exist in other places. I
0: just think it's bullshit that the vampires are hoarding all the spaceships.
1: <laughs> True that.
0: At near the end of the movie, it's revealed that the main bad guy, Meyer Link, the vampire who kidnapped the girl from the beginning, his plan is to take her into space.
1: Well, Dave... I mean, let's not forget that he did not actually kidnap the girl.
0: Well, yeah. But, as we know, she, girls are not allowed to have gonna... agency in anime. So,
1: Well, they, I mean, they have the one, you know. There's one girl who has agency in this. I can't remember.
0: Layla? Yeah, Layla, the main character of the Bounty Hunters. Like, she's the other main character besides D, and she hasn't even been mentioned yet. But, uh, Joel, you might say that she has agency, but uh, I'd like to read you an excerpt from the Wikipedia that details the difference between this and the book. Layla, the only daughter in the Marcus clan, is described as having predatory, cat-like eyes. Although she is given superhuman prowess with mechanical objects, particularly vehicles, far exceeding her brothers, she is repeatedly victimized by them. Novel Layla is younger than movie Layla, with long hair rather than a utilitarian butch cut, and physically no match for her brothers, being small and light. She is a victim of forced incest, all of her brothers violating her when she attempts to settle down with a suitor. Which makes her become colder and crueler as a vampire hunter.
1: So, what you are saying is that the character of the movie is one hundred times better than the character. I in think
0: one hundred might be an understatement.
1: I don't even. You probably have to express that in scientific notation, really, because I mean, each, yeah. if, once you remove incest, you are into like a hundred zeros.
0: I mean, let's just put your hands out in front of you as if you had a scale, and in the one hand you've got victim of incest, and in the other hand you've got. Gun that shoots black holes. It just <laughs> it doesn't seem to add up very well. Black hole gun's pretty good. <laughs> Incest. Sort of well, not yeah. that great. I think it was a good choice on the creator's part to leave that out.
1: Well, also, like, to make her adult and to make her character actually sympathetic and hot with the short Holy haircut.
0: Thank uh, you. I've been saying that for years <laughs> about every girl with short hair.
1: I mean, they, they do suggest uh, that... Uh, he uh, that the brothers are, you know, more interested in Layla than they probably should be because uh, at one point Kyle tells her to be careful because she looks hot in that skin tight suit. But you can dismiss it as him just, you know, busting her chops. But they're also not they're not really related. So I guess yeah.
0: But whatever, totally hot and she rides on a motorcycle and shoots a rocket, which was pretty <laughs> sweet. I wish Kathy would do that for me <laughs> Valentine's Day. Well, March Fourteenth, I think, is when guys get it back. So, cross your fingers. But that's the general idea of Vampire Hunter D. I-, I think I discovered something, and that is I am able to like guy characters if they don't have long hair. Well, you just you couldn't get into D. Well, it's, I mean, I think it's more like Meyer Link didn't really piss me off. Whereas if he was like one of the normal long-haired fruity vampires, I'd be like, eh. Not so into you. But as, like, a short-haired dude, I can relate to him. Because I also have short hair. Well,
1: yeah. And also, Meyer Link isn't, like, the effete villain. Like, he's kind of, I love you so much. It's so tragic that we can't be together. But at the same time, he can turn his hand into metal and his cape transforms into an enormous blade.
0: Yeah, so he's got that going for him.
1: You try to make fun of him for crying and he chops off your head.
0: (laughs) I think the moral we need to take away from Vampire Hunter D Bloodlust is that girls aren't allowed to choose anything ever. I don't think. I
1: like guess she- that's true because she. Did- even if Meyer Link isn't going to, you know, milk her dry, uh, this Julia, that's the girl's name, right? Uh, I think it's actually Charlotte. Charlotte, you're right. Why did I think Julia? <laughs> I don't, I don't Whatever. know. But, from Fist of the North if- Star? <laughs> Yeah, maybe I was thinking about Fist of the North Star. In which case, you know, then women really aren't allowed to make their own choices.
0: Yeah, well, they're, they're both that's from actually, the same age.
1: Even if Meyer Link isn't really planning on milking her dry, why would you want to go into eternal darkness in outer space?
0: You know, the sun is an essential provider of vitamin K. Just saying. <laughs> like, but
1: apparently, Meyer Link is an essential provider of vitamin D. Is that for... I'll oh, just
0: snap. I'll, I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> I don't know. It just—it doesn't seem that fun. Like spaceship to the moon, I guess. But then, what are you going to do when you get there? Are there other vampires on the moon? Not necessarily. It seems like this, I hope not. It seems like this vampire chick is the only one that uh, has access to the spaceship technology, <laughs> and she's a ghost. She's a vampire ghost.
1: <laughs> yeah, what could be worse than that? You've already got a vampire, and now it's a ghost. Like, that, that's, you know, that's another, you know, bored idea has gone wrong. What kind of monster should the villain be? I don't know. Load up the shotgun. Let's find out.
0: <laughs> yeah. Maybe they just, they have like a clay pigeon shooter with the ideas written on it. Whatever splinters they find. Vampire and a ghost. That's good. Awesome. Vampire is very scary. Ghost is very, very scary. (laughs) Together. Very, very, very scary.
1: Are you still so, talking? Dave? No. <laughs> oh, okay. Hello? Yeah. Yeah. Right. We're still here. I was waiting Awkward for did- I pretty, thought you. Awkward silences. pretty do- fun. I thought you were going to do the lead in. I was waiting for the lead in.
0: Oh.